listening to Pet Candy. This show is brought to you by Brave Paws Anxiety and Stress Support Chewables for Dogs, Thunderstorms, Vet Visits, Fireworks, Separation Anxiety, and more. Every day can be a Brave Paws day. Check out MyBravePaws.com. Welcome to our new show, Obsessed, a show where we talk about whatever it is we're currently obsessed with. I'm Caitlin Palmer. I'm Clay. And we're obsessed. obsessed. Welcome, campers. Hi, everybody. So, here we are, gathered around the campfire. We've got our roasted marshmallows and our cheddar and jalapeno juicy jumbo brand <laughs> sausage dogs. Yes. Uh, here in the full moon sky in the Pine Barrens. It's so nice out here, and I haven't heard a single scary thing yet. <laughs> Don't be shy. If you want another hot dog or you want another s'mores, go ahead and make one. Like, go on. We got a bunch. We have plenty. We have plenty. So this is uh, a bit of an odd episode because we're not covering a topic. Yeah, it's really weird. <laughs> uh, this is mainly, I'd say, to let everybody know that we're going on a small hiatus. Yeah, little little vacay. <laughs> we don't necessarily want to, no. but um, you know, this is a collaborative effort. So our editor and our producer they need some time. So we got to give them a little bit of time. Yeah, we're still going to be you know releasing episodes. It's just going to be on a, a a more of a drip feed at least until October, then we should be going back to our normal once a week schedule. Yeah. So this is, it's a little different. So it's, it's a lot of work that goes into a podcast. Um, you know, there's a lot of editing and got to post it and yeah, if we record just, it. It's not just us goofing off in front of a microphone. There's a lot to it. and Yeah, that has to be processed. If it we has just... to be processed. They have to edit out all of our farts. It takes time. Yeah, if we just recorded and gave you that, it would be completely unlistenable. Right, right. Yeah, Vasco and Dr. Jill and everybody at Vet and Pet Candy work really, really, really hard. And so it's understandable that they need a break and they need some time to, to catch up. Get her done. That was all I had to say. Okay. <laughs> it looked like you were going to say something else. I'm trying not to cry. <laughs> it's fine. So I figured we'd take this time to announce that and also to maybe kind of talk about some other things we don't really get to talk about on the show. Yeah. So I've gathered a, a list of questions, some things that we've been asked in emails and things like that that Ooh, I figured yes. other people Ooh, would I like. I love getting emails. <laughs> Everybody, if you're, okay, so I personally, when someone's like, you can send us an email or you can message us on Instagram or Facebook, I'm like, no, nah, I'm not going to bother them. Please bother us. We <laughs> love to be bothered. I don't care what the email's about. If you just want to send us an email telling us about something you liked or something, it's whatever. Yeah, no, that would be awesome. We really appreciate feedback, even if it's constructive criticism. That's okay. My heart can't take constructive <laughs> criticism, but Clay's can. <laughs> yeah, I, I run the emails. He runs the emails. I runs the emails. Um, and we also need to announce that we have actually been... Oh, God. I still have COVID brain. Nominated? Nominated. We have been nominated for the People's Choice Podcast Awards. And I'll get you all of the information on that in 
two seconds. So we have been nominated as Best Podcast in the People's Choice Podcast Awards, which is incredible, amazing. I'm on cloud nine. This is amazing. So you can go vote for us at www.podcastawards.com. You'll have to register to nominate people. But we are under both the People's Choice and the Entertainment categories. And once you select Obsessed with the Palmers, make sure that you click Save Nominations. And then while you're there, like you should also vote for Dr. Jessica Turner with Living Well with Dr. Jessica. She's she is the best female hosted podcast. Uh, but isn't she our competition? No, she's our friend. Right, right. But if she wins, we don't. Mm. So Yeah, but she's a different category, so Okay, she's a different yeah, category. Yeah, no, so you can so you can vote for our friend. She also likes David Bowie and like that's like we're best friends. The amazing Dr. Courtney Campbell. Um, his podcast is Mysteries with Dr. Courtney, and he's been nominated for the best black host. And he's awesome. Dr. Courtney is really, really cool. Uh, Living Well with Dr. Jessica. That's Dr. Jessica Turner. That's my best friend. We both love David Bowie. Yay! Iconic. Nominated for best female host. Uh, clearly, she is the best female host. So, I mean, it's only right to go vote for her. And then our other good friend, Dr. Shannon Gregoire, because she just graduated. She just got her DVM, which is Doctor of Veterinary Medicine. And she's amazing, too. And she has been nominated for the best science and medicine show, Vet Candy IRL. So uh, go vote for them. But most importantly. Yeah, no, none of those are in our category, right? None of those are in our category. Okay. Okay, because I'm going to say, like, podcasts are cool and all. Like, they've got great shows, but I will take them out at the knees if I have to. <laughs> so, uh, podcast of the year and entertainment. Go vote for Obsessed with the Palmers. Save your nominations. And uh, maybe, just maybe, if you send us a little bit of proof, we'll send you a little happy. <laughs> Some proof. Then just show me your stub. Yeah. <laughs> That's what she said. More often than not. Oh God! <laughs> but yeah, we'll uh, we'll we'll send you we'll send you a little happy, just like screenshot where you've nominated us, like where it's saved. Because after you save it, you can and, go back and, and a copy your, of today's newspaper and a copy of today's newspaper <laughs> and a picture of you holding up three fingers and a DNA sample. And I also want your social security number. What? And your firstborn <laughs> animal. I don't want to. The human. three numbers on the back <laughs> and the expiration date. So I have some questions for you. Oh, it's so cool to be interviewed. Thank you for having me. Oh, my God. Where are yeah. we outside? It's outside. Well, you know, we needed a fitting, like, setting. So the, yeah, the Pine true. Barrens are. And I'm really hoping I'll see something. Like, how cool would that be? Right? If you haven't listened to the Jersey De- Devil episode, you have to go the devil. You, you have to to the Jersey Devil uh, if you haven't listened to the Jersey Devil episode, you should do that. You should. It's episode five. <laughs> Caitlin knows. It's her favorite. <laughs> it is. You say, if we're in the Pine Barrens, you should. Yeah. But, so, what are, I guess to give people something to look forward to. Yeah. What are three creatures that you plan to cover? Oh, definitely the Megalodon. I'm a little bummed about the hiatus happening when it did, because this is Shark Week. <laughs> and... For anyone who doesn't know, Megalodon is basically a giant prehistoric great white shark that fed on whales. So they were like the dopest of the dope. And uh, yeah. Yeah, because we ate whales. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, they're just great. The Megalodons are so cool. Yeah. 
And uh, I plan on doing the Savo Lions, which is not oh, really yeah. a cryptid, but just a weird animal story. They were man-eating lions, if you've seen the movie The Ghost in the Darkness. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess they're kind of like a living cryptid, because if we didn't have proof of those existing, they would be a cryptid. That's true. Because it's, I mean, you think about, oh, lions eat people, but they really usually don't. Like, a man-eater is, like, a real, true yeah. man-eater. Minor spoiler, they would, like, go out of their way to kill people. They killed people to kill people. Yeah. It started out as eating them. And we, we won't go. We won't give you a little bit of, a little, uh, little, <laughs> a little taste of the sound of the lions. And then I've also had this idea of doing, so there's this thing with, like, unwanted unlovable animals so like rats and snakes and lizards and animals that people are like oh that's disgusting that thing come my house i kill it so you want to do one on just kind of like animals that have superstitions about them to make people not want to have them yeah and kind of dispel some of the things some some concerns are legitimate of course depending yeah, on the superstition, kind of animal misconception sure. all of those things but a lot of um like a pet rat is not as they're not nasty yeah no more nasty than a hamster you know what i mean yeah so, they're, they're fairly clean honestly I mean, you see a rat like oh it carries diseases wash your hands and it's like well it's not a rat i went and caught it, it, yeah, a it doesn't generate diseases right right so it's not gonna just like oh yeah that that rat is carrying the black plague and it's like well not anymore you know <laughs> <laughs> we're done with that one yeah i mean i i do treat my rat for fleas so uh, <laughs> right it shouldn't even have fleas <laughs> if we're being honest have fleas so what about you? I know that you had a big one coming. Uh, yeah, so I've got one that's been uh, very requested. Highly requested. Highly requested. So I am going to be doing Baba Yaga. Yay, Baba Yaga! Uh, I was actually planning on doing it following your episode last week, but you did, you know, boo hags, and that's a little too similar. I don't oh want to do goodness. two old hags in a row. I mean, oh. unless it was like a this thing. This isn't if your it was, dating history. <laughs> If this was like Halloween or something, then yeah, we'd do like witches and stuff. Oh, yes. We love a witch. Right. Which, of course, we're going to have to do something special for a Halloween episode. Oh, of course. Um, I'd also like to cover, kind of broadly, uh-huh. sea serpents. There's a lot of different sea serpents mm-hmm. that, that go into it. I talked briefly about it in the last episode I recorded. Yeah. Which uh, may not have come out yet, but, right. you know, we are going to continue to record. Yeah. Uh, they just, they won't be edited and ready to go yet, so. Yeah. There, there will be plenty of content to catch up on. Yeah, the plan is to release something every other week, so we'll just record every other week. And... We'll be right back with more Pet Candy. Pet Candy Radio delivers world-class content with engaging voices and inspirational messages curated by a network of top influencers and experts. Stream 24-7 at MyPetCandy.com. And for the third, I haven't decided exactly yet, but uh, I would like to cover something in the African culture Oh, they have some good cryptids. They have some wild stuff. That really African uh, mythos is very different yeah. from a lot of things. It it doesn't it doesn't feel as traditionally the same as how all, the, all these others structure their stories. Mm-hmm. So it's it's very unique and very different creatures. 
which is why I haven't exactly decided on one because every time I see one, I'm like, ooh, and then I'm like, ooh. Right. So. I know every time I see those posts and they're like different people's art styles of different cryptids, I screenshot them because I'll see one and be like, ooh, that sounds cool. I actually have a little word doc and it's obsessed <laughs> ideas. And it's like anytime I see a cryptid or a weird place, like there's a few places I would like to do as well. Um, and a few true crime stories. But the problem with the true crime stories is that we tend to make fun of everything. <laughs> it's hard to joke about someone really It's very terrible. hard. I, I feel like that would be a whole different vibe, like maybe a once in a blue moon type thing. But uh, it would be very disrespectful to talk the way we do about <laughs> victims of crime. We're laughing now. Yeah. <laughs> we'll laugh even harder when, you know, there's people dying. It's just it makes us uncomfortable. <laughs> okay. So, so what? Okay, I'm sorry. What? Um. So give me an example of a sea serpent, because when you're saying sea serpents, I'm thinking of like Loch Ness monster and Ogopogo and Leviathan. There's more than that. Yeah, there, there's a lot. Um, I wasn't going to do sea serpents that are like in inland waters. I was talking about like the deep ocean sea Ooh. serpents, and we're, we're talking about. You know, the here, uh, here be monsters sort of section of the old maps where they just draw this big snaky sort of creature, you know, that's 30, 40, 50 foot long and those kinds of things. That's not as long as a megalodon. Spoiler alert. <laughs> okay. Or longer, twice as long, no. 100 feet long. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a lot of stuff underwater that, um, you know, we haven't really... Discovered? There's a ton of stuff underwater we haven't discovered. Yeah. Deep water is scary. And yeah. I mean, the giant the squid the was thought to be The coelacanth, remember the And the coelacanth was thought to be extinct. Uh, but, the oarfish? The or oh, Man, oarfish are so weird. They're so beautiful. That, and actually, honestly, an oarfish is probably the origin of many sea serpents. Probably so. Because, I mean, it is kind of a sea serpent. Yeah, they really... When I caught one in a... Animal Crossing, I like to have crapped my pants. I was so excited. <laughs> I don't know why that's our default don't think it's like setting. Twenty is... feet long or something. Yeah, like they but get in, yeah, ridiculously long. Yeah, they're huge. Yeah, but um, what is your favorite creature that you've covered so far? Elaborate. Elaborate. <laughs> Probably the Jersey Devil because. I started out like the Jersey Devil was requested. So I was kind of like, yeah, sure, the Jersey Devil, whatever. But the more research I did, the more I learned about it, it was creepy. You know, like it wasn't because I always thought the Jersey Devil kind of looked a little silly. Wasn't one that I was particularly creeped out by. Um, Mothman is my favorite, as always. <laughs> right, you taught have to, me something about. One. You taught me a lot about the Kelpie that I didn't know. But yeah, overall, I would have to say probably probably the Jersey Devil. I have a sticker, and it's a tarot card of the Jersey Devil. So the Jersey Devil is often described as a strange bipedal animal having cloven hooves, a snake or devil-like tail, bat wings, and the head of a horse. It's often depicted with horns. It's said to kill animals, mainly dogs, cats, and chickens. Way uncool, Jersey Devil. 
and it's even allegedly left cloven hoof prints in the snow. It's said to bellow a terrifying scream at night and has even been said to be able to breathe fire. <laughs> We're about to sacrifice one of our cats to the Jersey <laughs> Devil if she does not get out of here. <laughs> I think my favorite of your episodes or, or the creatures that you've done so far would be the, oh, the bunyip. Bunyip. We love a bunyip. Because, you know, I knew a little bit about the bunyip before you kind of told me more about it. Uh, and it was, <laughs> like I said, my first experience was it was this derpy looking seal thing yeah. that I saw back in D&D. But then I ended up. Googling a picture of it for some reason, and I came up with all these wild, yeah. different versions of it. And some of them I I just really enjoyed. This yeah. sort of, like, bestial, four-legged creature that kind of comes out of the water. Yeah, like this weird moss hippo thing. Right, yeah. I, I really like that depiction of the bunyip. Yeah. That's my favorite, and that's why. Mainly oh, just because yeah. of how it looks. <laughs> and there's a bird, and I forgot. To, I think I, like, glazed over it in the bunyip episode. But there's a kind of bird in Australia, and it's nicknamed the bunyip bird. Because it's mm. a little bitty bird, but it makes a huge noise. Oh, so yeah. So people no, you would did hear talk about it, that. and yeah. they would think it was a bunyip. Yeah. And that's also a dot in the kangaroo. <laughs> oh, is the bird? The bird is, yeah. Oh, nice. So what is your favorite creature that I have covered? Oh, I really liked the Kelpie. Are we talking about creatures or episodes? You can talk about episodes. My favorite one that you've done, and they all slap ass, babe. <laughs> but my favorite one that you've done has been the Shadow People. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, it's it kind of my it, least favorite. It wasn't at first because you left it on a cliffhanger, right, which I'm vehemently against. But it was so creepy. And even though I knew some of the story, it was like hearing it for the first time. And it was like, oh, my God, he actually experienced that. And that's crazy. That was good. The Wendigo was good. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not asking you to name all of my episodes. Just which one you like the most. I like them all. But the Shadow People is probably my favorite. Um, my, my favorite creature that I've done so far is the Wendigo, because it's just crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a crazy creature. It is so terrifying. Yeah. You know, and even more so for, you know, the, the people that 100%, you know, 100% believed they exist. Mm -hmm. You know, how terrifying that must be to live in their world. Yeah, because it's scary, and we're not anywhere near where Wendigos right. would be. Well, so they're really not kind of close. Oh, you're closer. So we're, we're at the bottom of the. Uh, we're always at the bottom. We're at the bottom. Always. Yeah, our closest cryptid would be the Rougarou, and we will cover that eventually. We will, and there is a Rougarou festival in October on your birthday. On my birthday. On well, birthday. then maybe we'll do the Rougarou for then. The Rougarou festival. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. So, what creature have we done that you think you could take in a fight to the death? None of them. None of them? <laughs> None of them. Okay, a Squishmallow. Yeah, okay. I guess I that does kind of just say anything we've covered. I could not kill a cat ever. Yeah. But, um, I, yeah, now I could beat a Squishmallow up. Be a squishmallow. What about uh, if you had to pick two? What would the second one be? <laughs> Shit. Uh,. <laughs> I guess, I guess a unicorn. 
I don't know that like tapestry of the unicorn. It was kind of kicking ass. Yeah, no, unicorns are pretty. Uh, pre- it was pretty, fighting off like rough. seven dudes and three dogs. Yeah, I feel like I would really get pissed off at the Jersey Devil because it would fly away. Same with Mothman. Yeah. Uh, a kelpie would definitely kill me. Yeah. Yeah, because you would try to pet it, even if you knew it was I, a kelpie. I would know better. I would 100% know better. I'd be like, don't touch the kelpie as I'm touching the kelpie. And I'd be yeah. like, well, here I go, bye. Yep, and then it drowns you straight to death. Straight to death. <laughs> Do not pass go. Do not collect one $200. Straight to death. Yeah. Uh, definitely couldn't beat up a Wendigo. Um, yeah, no. I don't. Yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> uh, a bunyip? I, mm, no, no, couldn't do that either. Boo hag? Maybe, maybe I could beat a boo hag. Yeah, see, that's my answer. Like, I think I, I could beat a boo hag. I could beat a boo hag because the only thing I'd have to do to defeat a boo hag in combat is buy a lot of brooms and then just put them between me and her. Hmm. Yeah, I guess it would kill her because she would uh, die of old age. Die of old age. Because <laughs> as soon as she gets done counting the brooms, I will pick them up and set them back down on the ground. Oh wow! Wouldn't that <laughs> suck? Like she's counting one and you're standing over her with one. And it's like she gets to the last one and you drop it. And she's like, I hate you. Yeah. And then she just leaves. Yeah. It's like, I don't have time for this. Right. Right. I got to get back to my skin. <laughs> yeah. That's the other thing. All I got to do is season well her skin. Right. To defeat yeah. her. Some good old chupacabra seasoning sauce. That's, that's a real seasoning, like a meat rub. It's called chupacabra. Oh, nice. Yeah. We have to get some. <laughs> I wonder what it's flavored like. Chupacabra. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. Uh, she might have trouble even... You know, eating my breath anyway, because I wear the CPAP machine. Oh, oh, yeah. She tried to get my breath, but then the machine's constantly pumping more air She'd like, directly to, like, into my lungs. She'd have to, suck on the other end of the CPAP machine. It would yeah. be really erotic. Oh, no. <laughs> we'll be right back with more Pet Candy. Hi, this is Shay, and I want to tell you about my new show on Pet Candy, Cooking with Shay. I make vegan eating easy and fun. Check it out on Pet Candy TV. I think I discussed in your episode anyway, I could just like eat a bunch of garlic before I go to bed. You could. And she'd be like, aha, time to get that breath. And then she's like, oh my God. She'd come by me and she'd be like, oh, you drank too much coffee. Ooh, that smells. Just in general. Brush your teeth. Jesus. (laughs) I can taste how much coffee you drink. So what topic we've covered do you think is the spoopiest? Shadow people. Just the shadow people? Shadow people are are messed up. Boo hag was surprisingly creepy. Yeah. Yeah, because I didn't really, like, it sounds like a silly little monster. And then it's like, oh, okay. We made a lot of jokes about boo hags and boo daddies. Yeah. Well, it turned into, like, one big poop joke. Like, (laughs) I was listening and I was like, man, I had, like, visions of this being so spooky. And it (sighs) just turned out to be so poopy. Often the boo hag will return over and over to the same person and slowly drain their energy. Victims will often awaken feeling short of breath or tired, but otherwise okay. If a victim struggles or inconveniences the boo hag, she may skin him alive. 
and shit on something. his chest. She may shit on his chest. It's not Amber Heard. What? We're talking about the boot. <laughs> well, no, she would shit in the bed. real though everybody can we just talk about how great brave pause is we got a free sample we did we're gonna be completely transparent with you we did we got some free stuff and it works yeah i was a little surprised like i'm not gonna lie you get this stuff and it's doesn't really seem like a typical pet treat right right but we gave it to our pets and they gobbled them right up they do (laughs) they do and it's nice because it's like you give so many pills per pound. So you don't have to buy like three different sizes. You know, our little guy gets a half of one. Our big one gets three. Right. Yeah. And he loves it. He takes them like a treat. Now being plant-based, you're kind of like, ooh, are they going to like it? Right. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's like, it's dry and sort of leafy. And it, like I said, it just doesn't, normally when you get a pet treat, it's kind of like moist and squishy. Mm-hmm. And, but you, you know, know, they don't usually eat those, I found. Well, that's because ours are extremely picky, which is why it was so surprising they ate these. Exactly. All, and, and we, we got we got more than one dog. We're going to be for real with y'all. But uh, they eat it, and they eat it well. Yeah, and it worked. It does. We live in the Deep South, a.k.a. Satan's Armpit, and it storms and rains at least once a week. Like, at least once a week, we're under some kind of watch. Like, a hurricane watch, that's a Tuesday. And our dogs are weenies, so when it starts, like, with the lightning and the rain and everything, mm-hmm. they freak out. So. They do. They do. We, we really put these to the test. Right. And I did not think that they would work like they did. Exactly. As well as they do. And this is a non-prescription. You don't have to go to the vet and get it. It's not going to knock them out. It's not a sedative. It's just a calming support. And it does. We had lightning hit very close to our Within house. a mile. It rattled yeah. our windows. It was scary. I was even scared. I love bad weather. And we gave everybody their happy pills and <laughs> they put their brave paws on and everybody laid down and went to sleep and it was fine. Yeah. So like we don't have to do this part of the commercial, right? No. Like we've done the ad read and we've goofed around, but like this is, we wouldn't lie to you. We would we at would least not. not record this part if, exactly. <laughs> if it didn't work and we didn't actually... Exactly. And we're both in the animal industry and we have been for years and years. So we would not tell you about a product if we did not believe in it ourselves. Yeah, it absolutely worked for us. So maybe it'll work for you. Go check it out. Mybravepaws.com. Go put your brave paws on. Brave paws. Give your pet the courage they need to weather the storm. When you cover a topic, I don't have anything to do except to make fun of whatever you're talking about. That's fair. (laughs) That's the tide you're always fighting against. Yes, you're right. I'm actually not super spooked by the shadow people. I kind of know how to deal with that. I guess you're not. I had to deal with that already. You're just like, hey, guys. That's a a fear I know, you know. Right, yeah. Better the devil you know kind of thing. Mm. I'm actually most creeped out by the Fermi Paradox. Oh, God. I had repressed that. No. (laughs) It's a different kind of fear. I hate the Fermi Paradox. Yeah. Ruin me. Yeah, it's it's an existential fear. Fear. It's I a, live in that every day. But, you know, maybe that's why that doesn't freak me out, because I'm like, I struggle with the meaning of life every morning when my alarm goes off. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think the main thing for me is, like, that exists, and, like, also, we don't know exactly what our filter is, so it could be anything, you know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. 
It's it, that not knowing. Anytime something happens, like, oh, is this it? Is this, You're right. is this the one? Y2K? Right. No, I remember how big a deal Y2K was back in the day. Mm-hmm. I remember taking uh, the cartridge and the batteries out of my Game Boy and wrapping them in tinfoil. That's adorable. Because I was so worried my Game Boy Color and my Pokemon Yellow were going to get ruined. Oh my God. I didn't think by I the could Y2K love you virus. More. Oh my God. <laughs> I remember we got a bunch of water. Just a bunch of water? Yeah, like doom prepping kind of. And yeah, yeah and then nothing, nothing happened. Nothing yeah. happened. Yeah, now the, the news stations blew that like extremely out of proportion. They did. They really did. Because like, it was like would one person. Like, episode, I think. <laughs> one person like said this was going to happen and everybody was like, that's it. It's the truth. Yeah. Other scientists are like, what? There's like no basis for this. Right, right. <laughs> this is wild speculation at best. But, you know, we took it, we ran with it. So, uh, about how you come up with what you're going to talk about. How do you decide which creature to cover next? Well, like I said, I have a list of things I would like to cover. Um, And then I kind of just pick whatever I'm feeling that week, that month, that time. (laughs) I'm just kind of like, this is cool. This is cool. Or if someone recommends one, especially one I've never heard of, then I get excited and go balls deep. (laughs) Balls deep? Yeah. Uh, yeah, when it when it comes to me, if anyone suggests something, I immediately look it up mm-hmm. if I don't know anything about it. Right. Um, and I do end up kind of psyching myself up for it. Those uh, end up being <laughs> the most interesting, because you don't have that preconceived, oh, I know about Mothman. You know, it's you're kind of going into it with open eyes and an open heart. <laughs> yeah, so if you send us something in, just know it usually, like, we don't have a default sort of rule for this, but it does kind of take precedence over whatever we were going to cover before yeah, that. Yeah, of course. We're just kind of like, oh, well, let's see what this is about. And it's like, oh, man, this is cool. Yeah, like, we well, love now you I'm gonna, guys. Now I've already, you know, looked at <laughs> six different articles and watched three different YouTube videos. Right. I guess I'm going to do this one now. I've already yeah, done. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so that actually brings us, I guess, to the next question. Well, how then. do you research? Oh, yeah, I guess I got an answer, huh? Uh, I play it fast and loose, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 I procrastinate, mostly, until... A couple of days before, and I'm like, okay, let's decide on a topic. I spend most of my time deciding if I'm going to do something or not. Mm -hmm. So I've already kind of done the research on a lot of different cryptids because I'll be looking at something, and then something will be in the related searches or show up in an article mentioned, and then I'll look at that, and I'll be like, oh, wait, no, I'm doing this one. And I'm like, oh, well, actually, I think I'm going to do this one now. And then basically when my time has run out, I'm like, I do have to pick one. Right, right. <laughs> that's how, that's kind of how I decide. That makes sense. That makes sense. And I try to answer questions that I think of along the way. Like, well, what happened to this? Or like, why didn't this guy? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. So I try to. Why didn't this guy bring back the entire corpse what? of a bunny? Yeah, why didn't, they, why didn't they send the young guy to go get the bunny? I still don't know. <laughs> I couldn't find it. I don't know why the unicorn and the elephant don't get along. So how do you go about researching then? So I use multiple sources. Um, I try not to trust. I, I, sh- I try to go with more reputable sources. So like Encyclopedia yeah. Britannica. Well, I mean, the problem with like cryptids is you you'll get a lot of like personal accounts or individual. Yeah, and stories. I still read those. And if yeah. they're good, I still mention them. 
but I don't state them as gospel truth. I'll be like, well, I read a story where this happened. Right. Some yeah. ver- variations are this. Um, I got to actually talk to um, a really good cryptid podcast. Um, their host, I've sent him a message on Instagram. Um, I'll go back and find the, hold on, I'm going to pause and find his name. <laughs> It's called Out There, a cryptid podcast. That's Out There, a cryptid podcast. And he's really, (laughs) really good. And I had sent him a message. I was like, hey, me and my husband just started this podcast. And it was going to originally just be about obsessions, but it's kind of turned into cryptids. And, you know, do you have any any advice you could give us? Because I really like the way his show is. And he, you know, one of the best people, well, she gave me a ton of good advice, but one of the best parts was to, you know, look at the facts too. Don't just go off of, oh, this is definitely a real thing. And oh, right, it's yeah. like, no, well. Mm. Yeah, I don't really believe in half of these things. <laughs> right, but there's but, still, I mean, they're still based somewhere in truth. Right, yeah, there's, there's some sort, there's always some sort of truth that, you know, these things were, built of you sure. know even talking about like my experiences with the the shadow people i'm i dealt with all of that but there can still be an explanation as right. to why those happen you know I, I tried to cover some of that with you know the psychology behind it and mm-hmm. how human brains are just wired to right and how certain medications it's literally a side effect yeah yeah so there's all kinds of hows and whys right. But with the the different stories, you you do get a lot of them where it's like it's mostly the same, but then there's like this one weird thing that mm-hmm. sticks out. Like, and it had a duck fin, and it was like, the f- is a duck fin? Yeah, <laughs> ducks don't have fins. I said I was gonna say a duck bill and like <laughs> a fish fin. Duck bill. Anyway, anyway, a duck fin. You know, but then nobody else contains mm-hmm. that. And if it's particularly interesting, I'll mention it. But I usually also mention like. This was in one account. Sure, know? or say the ma- vast majority of right, accounts yeah. say it looks like this. I dig around. I dig around. On the internet a whole lot. I dig lot. around, round, round, round. I dig around, I dig around, round, round, round. There's I always going to be a little show tune in the middle. Yeah, always. I can't help it. It's who I am. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to my campfire. <laughs> yeah, mine's very amateurish. I'll just kind of Google and follow a link that follows a link and follow a link until I've exhausted that and then go look at something else. I'll play around on YouTube a bit. There's usually a video oh, about something. Oh, there's almost always a good video. Uh, finding a good one, though, is actually difficult. It is. It is. <laughs> and I really enjoy, and I try to include them when I find them. Like, you know how you type in stuff, and the farther down you go, the weirder, yeah. more off-brand <laughs> Like the unicorn that killed my girlfriend. I was like, okay, what? <laughs> right, or the uh, Beast of Bray Road that yeah. was just a woman shitting on the side yeah. of the street. That's probably my favorite we sort of. We found the beast. <laughs> uh, so what is one you've covered that either you never heard of or ended up being much different than what you thought you knew of the creature? Honestly, the bunyip. Because even though I was terrified of the bunyip as a child, I didn't research the actual creature. I only knew the version from the Dot and the Kangaroo movie and how much it scared me and traumatized me as a kid. <laughs> so then re- learning about the actual, you know, actual, I say actual like in quotes. <laughs> right, yeah. Know, actual creature, you know, the actual lore, what people really believed, what it allegedly looked like. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cute. I like it. I like the bunyip. I like the bunyip. Bunyips are cute. 
It mine's actually the shadow people. Really? Well, remember I said originally I thought it was just ghosts. You know, and it, oh, it wasn't yeah, until I started we about that. Yeah. Started researching the shadow people that I realized that those were two distinct separate things. Right. You know, that and then it also of course led into like, you know, the Arabic jinn and all of that and the extremely strong similarities between the two. And I didn't know that at all. Yeah, that, that took me on a whole nother, that was another case of me following a link to following a link and it's yeah. just like, wait, hold on. You learn the coolest stuff that way. Yeah, so that that episode ended up being very different from mm-hmm. what I set out to do, obviously. Right. You know, I was like, well, I don't know much about shadow people. Let's find out. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I got a friend that mentioned these things and I started, you know, researching and it was weird because like, if you just type in shadow people, you don't really get the mm-hmm. kind of results you'd think you'd get. Right. You have to like, Type in sort of adjectives or whatever, like shadow people lore, shadow people mythology, mm-hmm. shadow people in history. Yeah. Like these weird sort of things to actually get information on shadow people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that was, yeah, it ended up being a lot different than how I thought that episode was going to go for sure. It was a good episode. Um, so I know the answer to this, but, you know, for our listeners, mm-hmm. have you had any paranormal encounters? No. <laughs> And from your tone of voice, I'd say that you are... Disappointed. Disappointed, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> None. You'll, you'll often drag me to these places anytime we leave town for something. You know, some sort of, like, haunted ghost tour or, like, you know, haunted house tour and all these different things. Um, and it's funny because you knew about me and my haunted house and you're like, is there anything here? And I'm like, I'm not a friggin' medium. I don't... <laughs> Ghosts happened around me. I didn't right? seek them out. Yeah. <laughs> I was just in the right place at the right time, I guess. Ghosts were around. You know, and I always thought it was kind of silly, those tours anyway, because it's like, when, when in anything, like, you know, not saying that movies are necessarily the absolute truth, but right. like, where have you ever seen in some sort of media where somebody's like on a ghost tour and then a ghost happens? Right. You know, it's they like, never you, do. it's broad daylight. You've got people going in and out of these, ha- large groups of people going in and out of these houses all friggin' day. Right. It, I don't know. It just doesn't vibe the same for me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Well, it's not the same as being alone in a place. Right. Yeah. You, you think of like a haunted place and you think of like this secluded you know, sectioned off, run-down house that's been abandoned for years. No one's been in there. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of that introduction of life that sort of sparks up all these old sure. things. Sure. And I, I heard on a show, and it kind of made sense to me, it's like, if you're in your house and there's people in and out, you're probably not going to be as active as you would be when you're by yourself. Yeah. Like, you're probably going to be more yourself, louder, or whatever. Yeah, so it th- those things have never really clicked with me anyway. Right. Uh, I did like the one that we went to in Natchez, which... Oh, that was amazing. You know, you, you took at night. Originally was like a bus tour. <laughs> it looks like Orville stowed away on our camping trip. Orville, are you in our bed? Ba- oh, my God. Orville, we're going to have to text Dr. Bick extra until I knew we it stole felt the 60 cat. pounds too heavy. It did. <laughs> you knew. I made you carry it because I'm lazy. Right. But I liked that tour because... Well, originally, anyway, it would take you to places that you couldn't kind of get into normally. Like, right. There was a closed-down bank, which unfortunately was removed from the tour. Um, due to COVID restrictions, we'll have to go again now. And see yeah, maybe it'll have returned back to normal. But yeah, you go inside this old closed-down bank. Uh, there were like a bunch a of jail. accidents and stuff that happened there yeah. that caused it to be closed down. But it was, it was very creepy because it was very dark in there. And there's like this unfinished basement of the bank yeah. that is like very dank and dark. And spooky. Head dang it. Uh, 
not saying I saw anything, but it was spooky mm-hmm. to look at, and that was fun. Uh, you know, going to the the very large graveyard at night was also like oh, a thing. I actually took you to gorgeous. that graveyard. That, oh my gosh, I could have spent all day in that graveyard. Right, they've got the turning angel, mm-hmm. you know, and all of that. That I mean, the graveyard is massive. Like you, as far acres out as you can and see, acres and acres, and of you graves. go over the hill, and there is more graveyard and more hills. And if you go over yeah. those hills, there's more graveyard. It's got the separate uh, Union and Confederacy graveyard. Right, they've got like hundred and fifty year old graves and. Yeah, yeah, very a Jewish section, and it's very cool. Yeah, locale, and especially you know at night, incredible. Yeah, but you know it was I enjoyed that, but it was mainly like getting the history of all these places. Oh yeah, like the, yeah. You know, like the Devil's Punch Bowl, where two famous murderous brothers would kill people and like chuck their bodies down the hill. We couldn't like find roll it. their we heads. Looked. We did try to find it. And it's I, on I private property. I swore I knew. I swore I knew how to get there, but I couldn't get there again. But I told you the story about it. It was very. If y'all know where the Devil's Punch Bowl is, please let us. Yeah, know. hit us up. Give us, <laughs> give us like a a Google Maps location. So yeah, that's please. How we can find it. You know, I've had my experiences, although those were quite long ago and haven't really had anything since. <laughs> but I know you're all you're always so jealous of, but like you you and your mom especially watch these friggin' ghost shows. We do. We and they're so they're so silly and stupid to me. I don't like the shaky camera ones. Right, but it's always just like, did you hear that? Did you see that? And it's like no one else has done it, but these two people are having this dialogue about right, it. Right, right. I love this South Park episode where it's like, there's a warm liquid running down my leg and <laughs> pooling around my feet. I'm so startled. <laughs> So, and that's all I can ever think about when I'm I'm sitting there watching those with you. <laughs> it's like, you know, if you've got all of these cameras and all of this equipment, you should be able to catch something right. if there's actually something there. It would be one thing if they went in with all the equipment. They're like, no, nah, we didn't feel or see anything, you know, and that matches what the equipment captured. Right. But it's always, you know, it's always like, no, I definitely heard something. I definitely saw something. And there's no sort of way to replicate Or it's that. like a really little, like, when you heard this bump, that was the exact moment. Right, yeah, that something on the opposite end of the house happened. It was always very, like, twice removed, yeah, sort of. Yeah, You know, that Makes kind of thing. I mean, people like watching it, though. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's, I guess, still entertaining to yeah. some degree. I can laugh at it. Sure, sure. What got you interested in cryptids originally? This may be a surprise to you, Clay, but I love animals. <laughs> I've always loved animals and, you know, unicorns and fantasy and things that don't exist and then things that maybe exist maybe and that really fascinated me and when i found out that cryptozoology is a thing i was like are there jobs in this there's not but (laughs) well i guess yes and no some people do make money doing it yeah yeah it's not really something you can go and just apply for, I guess. Right. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I couldn't go get a degree in cryptozoology and then, like, immediately have a job at a museum or something. Well, there there are, like, degrees and certifications, there but they're are, not but really, yeah. you know, like, nationally recognized sure. or anything. Yeah. Uh, within the community, they're recognized, mm-hmm. but, you know. I've always liked ghost stories and, you know, Scooby-Doo and... I actually thought things. about uh, applying to get certified as like an amateur cryptozoologist or whatever. Um, we know somebody that holds a certificate. I'm trying to think of exactly what the title of it is, but Wait, I could... that's a thing? Yeah, it is a thing. I could ask him how to do it, and I might do that. Do it. Let's do it. I got to see how much it costs okay. and how much time it would take. But I am interested in doing that just to do it. You know yes. what I mean? Yes. So we might make like an episode about that or something. Do it. Do it. 
talk about going through and the qualifications mm-hmm. and what you got to do. Uh, that seems extremely interesting. It does. Uh, I think I've actually been thinking because I wrote this question and knew I also have to answer it. And I've been thinking about it all day and I can't really pin down a sort of exact, you know, thing that that did it. You know, I grew up on video games and that mm-hmm. that kind of thing. That was probably Yeah, I didn't think of that. Same here. You know, I, I think back to some of the first games I played, especially things like Legend of Zelda, where there were these creatures that existed in this world, and, you know, often they were these big monsters you had to fight, but it's, to me, I've always looked at it more like a, how does this creature fit in with its environment? Like, what what is it supposed to do? What is supposed to be done really to it? That's nerdy outline. Yeah, it is very nerdy, but... I love it. <laughs> I, I've just always been really interested in that kind of, mm-hmm. that kind of aspect. I always want to know how things work exactly. Yeah. And if you've got this really big creature, you know, where did it come from? Why are there not more like it? What Mm -hmm. does it eat? Where does it live? What does it do? Mm -hmm. You know, why is this creature? (laughs) So. (laughs) Why are planes? You know, and, uh, you know, as I grew up, the video games became more diverse and I got to see less sort of like traditional big monsters and all these other things. Really enjoyed, of course, the Monster Hunter series Mm because it actually kind of, dived into that like oh we love monster Hunter. you know how does this creature interact with these other creatures how does and they it fit do into that's this so cool ecosystem uh and i i really enjoy that a lot yeah <laughs> that's probably it yeah i think so i think that's i think that was your origin story <laughs> that's my origin story i played video games yeah same so that's all the questions i have for you um because right. uh, you know of course if someone wants to send them in Oh, yes. They can always do that. We'll talk about those, you know, another time. Yeah, absolutely. Send them in. We'd love to to read them and talk about them and live them, experience them. Make fart jokes about them, Make probably. fart jokes about them. Well, I'm sorry that I took you all the way out here to the Pine Barrens and we still haven't seen the Jersey Devil. Oh, it's okay. I kind of figured, you know, I hadn't got to see anything paranormal ever my entire life. So, like, it's all cool. It's cool. It's cool, Jersey Devil. Wait, what's that? Do you hear that? You're making fun of me. Stop. No. No, I heard something. And now now there's a, a warm paste gathering at my buttocks. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay, everybody. Let's let's just go back in the cabin. Clay has shit himself. It's time to go back in. Well, I hope y'all have enjoyed whatever this is. <laughs> um, sorry about the hiatus. We will be back. Uh, we're going to be working on content in the meantime. So, you know, yeah. we're not... We're not, we're not quitting. We just got to give our, uh, I guess, I don't know, I was going to call them co-workers. That's not quite the same, but our collaborators, time to catch up on all of their projects. Yeah, absolutely. They said we're too productive. I've been called a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, right? But I've never been called too productive. They do 80% of the work. So yeah, honestly, I, they do. And we love and appreciate <laughs> them so much. And, you know, before we record, we always say, we love you, Jill and Bosco. But and we mean it. Here we are publicly saying, we love you, Jill and Bosco. And right, thank they can't you. edit it out this time. Nope, it's part of the show. Well, I guess they can, but... They can, but they won't. <laughs> I'm manifesting that they won't. <laughs> and I'm manifesting that we'll be back and better than ever. Yeah. Give it, you know, having this time, we can use it to uh, sort of map out where we want to go. So, uh, thinking about making a few small changes to just kind of the structure. So, you can look forward to that. Yeah. Whatever that means, it's a secret for everybody. I don't even know. <laughs> I like to do things that Caitlin doesn't know about. Same. 
that's that's why I always hide my topic. Yeah, even though like we've decided, I'm, I'm I've decided I'm not trying to hide it anymore. Like it's whatever. I'm hiding it. <laughs> we'll be right back with more pet candy. I love my fur babies so much, but when they're stressed out, it makes me stressed out. Mine hate loud noises like thunderstorms and fireworks, and sometimes they just don't want to be left home alone. To help keep your dogs calm in moments of stress, use Brave Paws Anxiety and Stress Support Chewables for dogs. These plant-based chewables promote calm behavior with natural ingredients that have been clinically studied. Did I mention they're fast-acting and non-drowsy? I especially love that the natural ingredients are sustainably sourced. How cool is that? Want to learn more? Check out mybravepaws.com. Your dog will be happy you did. Well, everybody, let's get back in the cabin and it's time to go to bed. I brought extra squishmallows if anybody forgot one. I've got plenty. (laughs) That's one of the secrets Clay doesn't know about is we spend a good portion of his check on squishmallows. What was that? Hi, baby. Um, I'm going to leave you out some clean pants. I'm going to ask that you change out here. Go rinse your butt in the stream. Um, everybody, let's uh, go inside. And um, But what if there's Kelpies in the stream? There's no Kelpies in the stream. There's definitely Kelpies in the stream. So anyway, let's go eat our feelings, everybody. Who eat wants popcorn? I brought tiramisu, but like, you guys can't have any. Really? <laughs> this is not some ASMR where they get to listen to you eat tiramisu. Ugh, their loss. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. It's Pet Candy. Pet Candy. Pet Candy. It's Pet Candy Radio.